Welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, it beats the competition, and it grows your business. I'm your host, Sam Moss. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. It is great to be with you once again. I have been looking forward to this podcast ever since I recorded it with Patrick Clark. Now, I've been wanting to learn sales myself for quite a while now um, because I know it's super important for my business. Um, So a couple of months ago, I called Patrick and asked him uh, what he wanted to talk about on the show. And when he said sales, I got really excited because this guy is killing it. I mean, absolutely killing it in his business. Now, as he shares in our conversation, his business Precision Pro Wash in Greenville, South Carolina has grown exponentially since uh, he really started. And he's going to talk about how you can do the same thing in your business. It is all about closing the deal. So here's my talk with Patrick Clark. Patrick, welcome to Small Business Made Simple. It is great to have you here, man. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So can you share for a couple minutes um, about your business, Precision Pro Wash, you know, how you got started, what you're doing today? Uh, go ahead and take four. Yeah. So we started in 2006. So we've been doing it about 14 years now. And in 2006, you know, the economy was going down. I was actually um, right before that, I was working for a builder and um, I had bought a truck. It was a, a Dodge Ram, a silver Dodge Ram 1500 with the, you know, chrome wheels. It looked real good. And um, I was doing, we were just basically cleaning up. Uh, it was me and uh, the builder's three sons. And as the economy started going down, like new construction started going down. And so I was like, man, I got I to gotta pick up some side hustle here. So the painter was prepping the houses for pressure washing and cleaning them up. And I was like, so I asked the, the builder, I was like, hey, how, you know, how much are you charging? That kind of stuff. Can we do it? And so funny story is me and my wife cleaned our first house. Um, pressure washing it took us eight hours for like a four thousand square foot house wow all day and um you know we were doing it for like 200 250 bucks and we were doing like two i would say two a week and it was just you know getting into that and then uh as that progressed they started like getting less and less work and they ended up um i quit right before they closed the doors um, just because the economy was so bad. And so I went out on my own and my son um, was just born and I was actually doing mobile auto detailing. And I remember I had to make 600 bucks a week and it was hard. Like I didn't know anything about business. I was 20 years old and I remember, you know, parking at a Home Depot, Lowe's parking lot and trying to drum up some business to wash cars in the parking lot and do, you know, some house washing and mm-hmm. I remember calling my wife on a Friday and I was in tears because we couldn't pay our $127 electric bill. And it, it took everything out of me to, to call her and just say, hey, you know, I couldn't get anybody to wash their car or their house. And I don't know how we're going to pay our electric bill. And it was really, you know, it was rice and beans in the wintertime. And uh, fast forward to 2010 when... um I got a business coach mm-hmm. and I met, I met this business coach because in 2008 we had industry roundtables, and that was where I was online. I was researching house washing, you know, got into a little bit of the roof cleaning. And, um, at that point it was like a full contact sport. You had to like low pressure wash the roof. Oh, really? And, okay. 
you know, use this cleaner called Roof Clean and like burns you. <laughs> it was not <laughs> good. And so in 2008, um, uh, we couldn't really afford to go to the event, like pay for the hotels down in Myrtle Beach. And so me and my wife decided to put a mattress in the back of our Astro van. And we're like, you know, we're going to make an adventure out of it. We're going to make it happen no matter what. <laughs> we ended up sleeping in the van that night to go to the conference. And I, I forget if somebody saw me get out of the van in the morning or or what? And they're like, did you sleep in the van last night? And I was like, well, yeah, we kind of make an adventure out of it. You know, I didn't want to you know, you know, I couldn't yeah. afford the hotel at the time with all these business owners here. And um, so we ended up going to that event. Some guy was in front of us and the guy's like, yeah, I sprayed this stuff on the roof and it disappeared. And, you know, an hour and a half later, I walked away with a thousand dollar check. And I remember me and my wife just looked at each other and we were like, no way. Like, no way. <laughs> So we started researching some more and we're getting excited a little bit and um, found out the soft washing and uh, ran into AC Lockyer with soft wash systems. And I ended up hiring him in 2010 and he came in, came to my shop. And it's funny because we tell this story now. I actually, I, I teach his sales boot camps and um, he came to my shop in 2010 and I had a picture because I literally was in an apartment complex. Um, my, my, my office was in my walk-in closet and I had basically all my trucks out in front of the garages in front of my apartment mm -hmm. complex. And I got everybody that I knew. I said, here's a shirt, stand in front of my trucks. You know, you got to kind of, uh, fake it before you make it. <laughs> <laughs> and so he thought he was coming to an actual real business. And luckily right before he did come, I, I subletted from my t-shirt company, he got another warehouse. And so I was renting two offices for like 400 bucks from a little bit of the warehouse, but two offices and kind of set it up. And so I tell this joke, I came out of the closet because out of my walk-in closet, went to an office <laughs> and then AC came and uh, he's like, all right, all right. And so I picked him up from the airport and we're in the same Astro van. My two kids, I have two kids at this time. And they're literally ratchet strapped to the backs of the front seats. There's wow. no bent seat in the back. <laughs> so they're ratchet strapped. My wife's sitting on a five gallon bucket. AC gets in the passenger seat and he's like looking at me. And I turned to him. I said, AC, that, that was my last $4,000. Where do we go from here? And this is in December. So, you know, for us, you know, exterior cleaning companies, December, January, February, it's dead. Like yeah. there's no business. And, I remember only doing about $5,000 max, you know, the the year before in January. And so he came and, you know, we set up the office. He gave me the marketing plan, like had to throw a rock flyer. And um, I needed to consolidate. Basically, I had three trucks. I was doing mold remediation. I had a soft wash truck and I had a pressure washing trailer. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, Let's sell the mold remediation side of it. Let's sell the pressure washing side and stay focused, like stay in your lane. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, I didn't think about it at that time because like I was doing whatever it could, whatever I could to, to pay the bills, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever I yep. could go out, do mold remediation, pressure washing, whatever it was. And so I really honed in and I focused in tighter and I, I found my niche. Mm -hmm. And so I did keep the pressure washing trailer because I knew in the wintertime I could do some strip malls and some hot water pressure washing to keep you know, food on the table through the winter. And so I sold the radiation side and I really just jumped into it. And I started marketing like crazy. 
We ended up in 2011, we ended up doing $15,000 that month. Wow. Um, because I was like, I, it was crazy. Just, uh, I was putting out a thousand to 1500 flyers uh, a week <laughs> oh, man. by myself, like getting up in the mail yeah. route, you know, whatever it took. And so we ended up 2011, we did that. We, 2012, we landed a really, really big project, the Marriott. And it was a 12 story Marriott that called us. And I remember calling AC and he's like, no, that's, that's too big for you, man. Um, let's get somebody else in the network. And I said, I said, AC, listen, I'm doing this job. <laughs> I'm like, there's, there, there's no way I'm not doing this job. So I'm meeting with the guy and, um, he's the maintenance engineer. And I remember he's like, oh, I love everything about the soft washing. I, um, went online and I blew up a picture of it and I highlighted every side of the building. And, and I took 200 pictures and like different surfaces, sandstone, stucco, mm -hmm. or the pavers. And I kind of got detailed with it. And neither, I didn't know that I was going to be sitting in front of 15, you know, owners, investors, managers from Ohio. Everybody was coming wow. in. And it was like, I'm, I'm at the end of this big, huge conference table, sweating bullets, you know. <laughs> um, I'm like, how the heck am I going to present this to these guys and win this bid? Because mm -hmm. I was I was definitely out of my league. <laughs> but sure enough, I presented it. They loved the pictures. I was talking about how we were going to clean these surfaces, how mm -hmm. we were going to do it. We ended up renting the largest crane in South Carolina at a Columbia. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty impressive. It was a million-dollar crane that, you know, they brought another crane to assemble this crane. And we had walkie-talkies, and a good friend of mine actually flew airplanes, so I had him up in the bucket. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> so it, it was good. We gave him a bucket of water, you know, a crate full of water. He was up there all day, and uh, we were just kind of guiding him, and it, it turned out really, really well. So that gave me some capital now to buy um, some vehicles. I actually went from that Astro van. I bought my wife a 01 Honda Odyssey. Man, it was leather seats. Well, pleather seats, if you will. <laughs> and <laughs> Had a had a you know drop down DVD player. I mean, we were living large. I bought it for seventy five hundred dollars yeah. cash, and uh, it, it was awesome to be able to buy my my wife a van. You know, and uh, yeah, absolutely. So at that point, you know, you're excited, right? So I really started plugging along, and we ended up doubling our business um, that year from flyering and and putting people in place. Mm -hmm. And as I was growing the technicians, you know. I didn't, again, I was never a manager. I was always, you know, I'm 20 years old starting a business, so I didn't have a lot of work history, but it always came back to Eddie's auto repair. And I remember my brother, my foster brother, uh, worked there and I would always go there after school and we would work on his Honda, you know, we'd put rims on it, glow kit and all this stuff after, after hours. And I really wanted to get a job at Eddie's auto repair. And I would always go there every day. And I was like, Eddie, you got anything for me? And he literally just bought this shop and was putting a gas station in it and wasn't mm -hmm. really ready yet. But I was there and I was consistent. And I was like, I'll sweep the parking lot. And he said, one day I came in, I said, Eddie, I'm going to sweep the parking lot today. He's like, you know what? Let's do it. Go ahead. And so I swept the parking lot and I swept that thing like no other, man. I had piles. <laughs> I'm picking up the pile. And I'm like, Eddie, that thought, look at this thing, man. It looks really, really good. And I said, now we need to paint the curbs like red, like your logo. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, he's like, that's a great idea. So I painted the curbs. Um, and then he started getting the gas. And so in New York, you know, we pumped the gas in New York. So um, I started running the gas um, thing. So I would come out, I'll pump the gas and 
I started checking the oil on the old, you know, the older uh, ladies' cars and stuff like that, and doing the little extra stuff. And um, I remember us sitting in the office, and it was slow, it was cold, you know. And so I had my hands in my pockets, and I had this like zip-up sweater, you know, with the pockets. And Eddie came in, and Eddie was he was hilarious. This guy was, you know, Italian. He'll get right on you in your face, not scared of anything. And so I got my hands in my pockets. He said, Pat, what are you doing? I was like, I'm, I'm waiting for the next customer, sir. And he's like, let me see your hands. So I, I pull out my hands and he grabs a stapler and he staples my pocket shut. And I'll never forget this. I mean, to this day, it's like, what the heck? Should I, what do I do? Tackle this guy? Like, what do I do? I'm like, I'm not messing with an Italian guy. So he staples my pockets and he's like, look, he's like, whenever you're, you're working, I never want to see you not doing anything. Like sweep the floor. Like we can always be doing something. And that was a lesson for me. Because yeah. it rings true today, you know, as we're hiring people, we got to instill that into their minds because unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, the younger generation, they don't have that work ethic. No, not at all. And it was burnt into me because I knew, you know, my previous story, you know, growing up in a trailer park and I had to trade my pants for, you know, the the newest brand shoes. And I was always doing something like standing decks and making money because my mom had a mental illness and we were like living on a hundred dollars a month. And, you know, it was cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner sometimes. And it, it was, you know, the struggle. So I knew I had to get out there and make it happen. It wasn't going to be handed to me. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, now kind of fast forward a little bit, we, you know, we had our best year last year. We have five locations um, in different States. We have like a New York, Atlanta, Georgia, Kentucky, uh, Asheville, North Carolina, Greenville. We're starting a a satellite branch in Anderson. Good for you guys. That's awesome. So it, it you know hard work pays off, and mm-hmm. you got to put your nose to the grind and and just make it happen. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about uh, really sales because that's the foundation. As you know, uh, you you do sales presentations all the time for businesses, and from what you're telling me, that is really what helped grow your business. And you're going to walk us through, you said it was the 18 points that you do uh, in a sale, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I knew like, again, with sales, sales is the thing that really is the engine that drives the beast. So I knew I needed to get really, really good at sales. And again, when I started off, you know, starting the business, people were on like social security and, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, oh man, well, we can break this up into payments. You know, this this house wash would be $200. So I was not a salesperson. Yeah. (laughs) In the very beginning. So I knew I needed to hire somebody that could follow the system because I just, you know what I mean? Like I would go in, I'm like, I feel bad for them or they would beat me up on price and I would always lower the price and which yeah. wasn't good. And I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I had to realize that it doesn't say .org at the end of my website, you know, <laughs> like we got to make money to, to grow. Yeah. And so as I was going through the stages, um, my first salesperson actually was my lead technician. And he knew the system. He knew, you know, what we were doing. We were killing old mildew. We were soft washing. So I said, look, I need to replicate me. And he was not a great sales my, salesperson by no means. And, you know, you don't want to hire a salesperson. So I always talk about this. You want to hire a territory manager. Because hmm. homeowners don't want to be sold. So I went through all this stuff about the science of the sale. And I was reading some sales books. And I was really tracking what we were doing from the start to the finish, right? And I wanted to be the meanest, greenest soft washing company in our area. And really, the product sold itself. Yeah. So when Tim started doing it, 
um, we didn't have the 18 points to a sale. We just, you know, would park the truck on the road. We'd go in and, you know, we would do whatever we could to kind of, you know, close the deal. And a mm-hmm. lot of times it wasn't closing the deal on the spot. It was, yeah. let me talk to my wife. Let me talk to my husband. <laughs> right? We've all heard it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, we got to dial this in a little bit. So I started tracking my leads. Like the best question you can ask, of course, is how did you hear about us? Right. Yeah. So instead of doing the rock flyer like AC was doing, I created the clip flyer. So I put a binder clip, a medium-sized binder clip on the flyer, and we would go out and we distribute um, now like twenty to 30000 a month. So we get a lot of influx of leads, yeah. and then we'll park the car. So like step number one is park the car right in front of the front door on the road. So we kind of collect our thoughts there. We get our measuring wheel. We have a company portfolio. So we'll walk up to the door. You always want to step one step down. So the mm-hmm. customer is always higher than we are. So we're not, you know, overbearing, if you will. Okay. And then we give them the company portfolio. We kind of give them, you know, a little intro, if you will. Sometimes we'll go inside the house and we'll give them a little intro about Precision Pro Wash. And then we, we like to bring the customer out and we like to walk them around the house and kind of find out what their problem issues are. What, what main issue are they looking at? Overflowing gutters, you know green side on the north facing side of the home, whatever it is for that customer, we need to seek that out. But while we're doing that, we're looking at the sports team. We're looking at the Porsche in the garage, the motorcycle, right? And you want to relate with those people and find out what they like, what their aspirations are. And a lot of times now when I go do a sale, I don't even talk about the cleaning. You know, we're talking about cars, motorcycles, you know, what they like. And so that's a really good that's a really good point for really any business. I mean, even if it's a business that doesn't go to a home, if you can somehow figure out maybe it's a bumper sticker on the car they drove in, I don't know. But yeah. uh if you can somehow relate is what you're saying, that's one of the best things that you can do, right? Yeah, 100%. Because look, they do business with whom they like, trust, mm-hmm. right? And so you got to build that rapport really. Mm-hmm. So you're just building that up and, you know, they want to do business with somebody that they're really going to trust, that they're going to, you know, follow through with the, the service and do a good job. And so relating with them was really, really key. And we saw our percentage going up as we're relating with the customers. And so we give them different things too, like the company portfolio that touches on things, similar houses that we've done to theirs. That way they know. I always bring up that Marriott picture, the 12 story Marriott. They're like, man, if you can handle that, you can handle my little 24 yeah. foot house. I'll be right back with my conversation with Patrick in just a minute. So the main thing that we do here at One Click Agency is we design websites for local business owners like yourself. And we found that many business owners have a website that is cluttered, it's confusing, or they just don't have a website at all. Here at One Click, we can help solve all of those issues. And we design websites with a clean and simple look. They have a clear and effective message about your brand so you can show your customers you are reliable and you're a credible business when they look you up online. Now, if your business doesn't have a website or you're in need of a fresh new look for 2020, we want to help you. Visit OneClick Cloud Sites today to get a website for your business. That's the number one clickcloudsites.com and you can take your business to the next level and stand out among your competitors. OneClickcloudsites.com
we'll, so we're walking around the house and then um, we're building that rapport and then we'll say, all right, great. We're going to go ahead and take some measurements. So we take pre-inspection p- pictures. So we like to do a pre-inspection for them. So mm-hmm. we'll look for damages, you know, damaged gutters, um, holes in the siding, whatever it is, like leaky gaskets on the window. And so we'll go around with our CRM and we'll take pictures and then we'll present um, just a pre-inspection when we're doing the quote. And so we're going around taking that, doing the measurements, and then we go back to the car. So, and this is key because you want to go back to the car and write up your ticket, collect all your thoughts. Because when you're talking to a customer, you're going to forget some stuff. Yeah. And as I've trained hundreds of territory managers now, um, I've noticed where they don't collect their thoughts because they're talking about sports teams and they're talking about all this. And then they miss the little details on, you know, the home, like it's on a well or, you know, they weren't supposed to go in the screen enclosure or whatever it was. So yeah. they go back to the car, they collect their thoughts, they write in the special instructions box, whether, you know, they have a dog, um, what the dog's name is. So we can really connect with this customer. We want to mm-hmm. find out, you know, what their birthday is. It's kind of like we don't get too creepy, but we want to know <laughs> in our CRM, you know, yeah. What that stuff is because no exterior cleaning company is bring, is writing them a birthday card is, you know, bringing dog bones for Georgie, their dog, the mm-hmm. next time they come. So we're really trying to be different and have that, you know, that's really cool. That customer service. Mm-hmm. And so we're in our truck, uh, writing up the quote. And this is a great opportunity for people that are walking their dog. Like they're out. They're like, Hey, you know, we need our house quote, you know. We need a quote for our house. And so being out on the road, writing that quote for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, you might be able to get another lead. Oh, I see. Yeah. Every lead, you want to replicate that lead. So my mm-hmm. territory managers, they'll get 12% for a regular lead from a flyer, Google, anything from the company, right? They get 12%. Now, if they go and they not walk across the street or they talk to a cold lead, they get 15%. So it's a little incentive to get yeah. them to, you know, think outside the box, if you will. Mm-hmm. So they write the quote up, they go in. So now they get to the door. You want to go to the kitchen table. So that company portfolio I was talking about earlier that we hand to the customer with testimonials, before and after pictures, um, that's our anchor. That gets us to the kitchen table because a lot of times they take it back to their coffee table or the kitchen table, and that's where they look. And so I tell people, I'm like, Decisions happen at the kitchen table, right? Mm-hmm. That's where yeah. we're paying our bills. That's where we're doing our stuff. So you want to get to the kitchen table. So we'll we'll you know knock on the door, and then a lot of times they forget the company portfolio. It's like, oh yeah, can I come in get grab that company portfolio? Oh yeah, sure. And you always want to set it up to where you're different. Let me come inside and explain why we're different, and then that oh, we have our little script. Because we're not like everybody else. You got to say the buzzwords. And I have a whole list of buzzwords that I give to all my territory managers that they can use in different situations because not every quote is the same. Mm-hmm. Um, we also go through the disc. I don't know if you've heard of the disc profile. Yep. I love the disc profile. Yeah. So you have to relate again. Like, are they a D? Are they an I? Because an I, right? Eyes are all excited and they're like, okay, you know, enough about you. Let's talk about me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you got to know those things. And we've really strived to focus on the C because the C person is calculated. They want to know how you're going to do it, mm-hmm. what you're going to use, what your chemicals are. Are they biodegradable? Right. Yeah. They're really I have a lot of I have a lot of C in me, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
So that's what we do. We focus to the C because a lot of, you know, people that we service, our customer avatar are C's. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very, our flyer is um, designed for that educated person that really wants to take advantage of a, a better service. You know what I mean? And that's soft washing. And so they kind of latch onto that. And then we explain why we're, we're different, you know, how we go above and beyond, how we do a checklist at the end of the job. And we, we really sell our technicians, you know, and the company. And so, um, we go in there, we want to, you know, find out what they are, you know, on the disc profile. So that's in the 18 points to a sale. And then we get to the kitchen table and then we do the presentation. And then what we do is we, we take our quote and then we turn it around and we shut up. Because it's that thing that, you know, first person talks, loses type deal. Mm-hmm. So we turn it around. We, you know, show them the three different packages and we do packages. And um, A is what they call for. B is what I think as a professional, I would clean on the home. And then C is clean everything. So this is, if this was my grandma's house, this is what we would do, right? Yeah. And so I really like that, by the way, that's, that's awesome. I think that that is another thing that a business owner can implement, even if it's not really, you know, a service industry when they're coming to the house, stage those, those packages. And mm-hmm. when I listened to uh, the brain trust you were on, that was one of the things yeah. that I got was, Oh, wow, I should be staging some stuff. So I actually implemented that. And I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Because look, Americans love choice. So mm-hmm. they always go and for the service industry, we found that they always want three bids everywhere you go. I'm going to get three bids. Well, we just gave you three bids, A, B, and C. How would you, which one would you like to go with today? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, it, it sells itself. So the system, so if, you know, we're talking to business owners here. So if you can think about that, how can you replicate your system, right? Make it so not just the owner can do it. You want mm-hmm. somebody that maybe not has a hundred percent sales experience, but just has a million stories that knows the area that's older with gray hair. You know, people trust people with gray hair. And so my top sales guys are older and they, they'll sell $15,000 a week wow. um, doing this system. And so it's just getting to the kitchen table and presenting it and talking about the buzzwords and why we're different. So those were the main things there that we like to do. And again, our service sells itself because we want to be the meanest, greenest soft washing company. And our mm-hmm. prices are like, I don't even know, 50% higher than some of our competitors. Wow. And you still get it. That's cool. Yeah. We have an average ticket of right around $1,200. Dang. And you guys still <laughs> double the 50% higher than typical uh, window wa- or not window washers, but uh, roof washers and soft washers in the area. You're still killing it because of that, uh, the system, right? Yes, sir. That's awesome. So is that the end of the system for you or do you have more points to your sale? No. So that's it. Um, that's getting to the kitchen table. And then we have a system for coming back, of course. You know, they want a flyer on the way in, the way out. They have to go. So for every lead that we get, they have to come back with another one. So say a territory manager gets 10 leads in a week. They want to come back with 20 leads because we know industry, we have 50% closing ratio. Here at Duncan, we're like around 55. So if we close, you know, that's 10 jobs, right? If we get 20 quotes, we're closing 10 jobs. Average ticket is 1,200 bucks. That's 12 grand a week. Yeah, exactly. So we know our numbers. And that's the biggest thing is knowing your numbers, guiding the ship, running a tight ship. Um, and you have to, have to, when you get in territory managers, you have to approve the tickets 
because they, you know, we're only human. They mess up. Um, there is their job to sell it, right? Cause that's their livelihood. So sometimes right. they'll, they'll like knock a hundred bucks off, you know? So you got to really watch that and make sure that they're staying to your standard, have a price sheet, um, and, and get that system locked in. No, I really like that. Can you share what is like in your eyes, the most important rule of thumb to follow when it comes to sales? Um, number one would be, you know, stay honest, stay true to the customer service. Mm -hmm. Um, and then make sure that you're just following a system that you can yeah. replicate. Mm -hmm. And what has helped you, you know, Patrick, as a business owner, really fine tune because it sounds like you have that system in place, but mm -hmm. Some business owners, and I say this sometimes, you know, we have people on the podcast and they might get overwhelmed by, oh my gosh, 18 points to the sale. Like, where do I start? What has actually helped you um, in your business, even with your territory managers, fine tune that art of selling uh, in your business? Do you have your guys constantly training or, uh, you know, once they get it, they got it sort of thing? Can you share on that? That's a great question. Yeah. So you want to practice more than you play. So mm -hmm. we do sales meetings and depending on you know, if we're, we're running new territory managers, we might do three uh, sales meetings a week. But typically, it's Monday. And Monday's our sales meeting. We like to, you know, say it's a new, fresh week. We get excited. We get them pumped up for the whole week. And we will mm -hmm. role play. So role playing is key because you don't know what they're saying out there um, because you're not there, right? So do they know the buzzwords? Are they saying exactly what you would say? Do you have scripts? So when I was training these territory managers, we would know from the numbers and, you know, how they were selling and if they were closing on the spot, if they weren't. But role playing is key because they'll they'll split. Excuse me. They'll spit it out right away if they know it. Right. But if they don't and they start role playing, they're like, eh, eh, you know, and they don't know the buzzwords. So yeah. what are you doing to do the sale? What what is the lingo that you're using? Write that down and then use that as a base. And then when you're training a territory manager, role play with them and say, this is how I do it. You know, we do ride alongs, of course. They ride along with my top sales guy, um, my sales manager, and we teach them. So we go through three weeks of some rigorous training, if you will, with yeah. video training. Um, I teach sales boost every year for my licensee guys. So mm -hmm. they go to the sales boost class and we have PowerPoints. We do like three or four PowerPoints in the morning and then we're out in the field. And so our three weeks... Um, just lines them up for going over the invoice, um, how to sell, what, what, uh, buzzwords are there, the three T's, terms, technology, and tools, um, mm -hmm. that we use. So we have it down to a, you know, first system and you need to do that. So does that sound overwhelming? Yes. It's going to take a long time to get that and perfect mm -hmm. it, but you got to start with maybe the five points to a sale, right? Park the car in front of the house, give the company portfolio. You know, number two, number three would be get to the kitchen table. You know, number four would be um, ask for referrals, whatever it might be for you. I really like that. That's that's a good way to to narrow it down for someone. I think even that one mm -hmm. is something that can be implemented in not even a service industry that's you know going to a home. I think a lot of those can be you know just get it done, implement it in your business. It's five points. It's not the end of the world. Yep. And uh, I really like that. That's a good tip. Yeah. And so um, right. you can use this in any industry. Like when, oh, when sales boost, we had a tree company um, there. And a lot of these principles are just service business. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not 
not just towards the exterior cleaning. Anybody can use this, just implement, right? Yeah. And the last thing I want to kind of touch on, and maybe this is a question, you know, when I was going through some things to ask, I'm just like, man, what do I want to learn? And so I'm probably a little bit selfish, but I think this will kind of relate to a lot of people. But yeah. how do you know when to follow up? Because I mean, going through your process, a lot of the thing, it doesn't sound like you have to do a lot of follow up because you're looking to close that deal right at the kitchen table. But let's say, you know, they're just like, you know, I kind of need to talk with my husband or my wife or, you know, now is not a good time. When is a good time to follow up? And when is it crossing the line of, okay, this is too pushy. You've called 15 times this week. Um, Because I think that's a good question for a lot of business owners as well. Yeah. So that's a great question. So we, you know, I always say we're in soft washing. We do soft sales. So we do close a lot of deals on the spot, but a lot of them are like, let me talk to my husband. No big, no, no problem. Is it okay yeah. if I call you in a day or two? So mm -hmm. we're not pushy, but we do have follow-up Friday. So Friday, all my territory managers for the quotes for that week will call back on Friday and just say, mm -hmm. hey, were you able to talk to your husband about it? How did everything go? Um, a little tip too is sending an email with a video of the service that you have quoted that they can sell it to their husband or their wife. Because oh, a lot of times is the wife is like, well, I can't get my husband to do it. You know, I I need to call you guys. So mm -hmm. we're sending those videos too throughout I the like week. That. And we just have like a three-week sequence. Um, after a month, like we put it in the dead bin. So we have three bins. We got a 9.9, a, .9, a dead, and a closed bin. And so the invoice goes throughout the whole thing for a month. Mm -hmm. And then we take them all out at the end of the month. My sales manager will actually call at the end of the month and say, hey, you know, we noticed you haven't went with any services. You know, is there anything that I can answer for you that maybe we didn't? Right. Yeah. And so we only do it for 30 days. We're not really pushy on it because if they don't want us, you know, that's yeah. fine. But our yep. service sells itself to where, you know, we really just need two to three touches and usually it will get it closed. No, I love that. And Patrick, I really appreciate you uh, sharing your 18 points. And actually, I, what I really like too is you broke down the five, even yeah. to for someone that is looking to bite off, you know, not too much, but is looking to get their feet wet. And I think that's a really good thing to implement. Can you just close out by sharing um, where we can find out more about yourself um, and your business? Yeah. So you can go on Facebook uh, to Patrick Clark um, on Facebook. And I put a lot of content out there, videos on Facebook. And then I also have PrecisionProWashSalesBoost.com. So in April, on um, this April 6th, 7th, and 8th, we'll be doing a three-day sales boost camp. Um, it's going to be in-depth on how we sell going to the customer's houses. You'll see how I sell. You'll see the 18 points to a sale. And we're going to do a deep dive into that as well as doing some ATV and shoot some uh, shotguns, do some skeet shooting as well. I love it. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for being on Small Business Made Simple. Uh, it's been great having you here, man, and I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. You know, like I said in the beginning of this podcast, I couldn't wait for you guys to hear this one. And uh, the 18 points to a sale were exactly what I needed to hear from my business. And uh, I'm such a black and white person that I want to hear the exact process people use so I can implement it in my own business. I absolutely love it. Um, and like I mentioned in, in our interview, if you aren't a service company, 
there are still portions of this that you can run with. Um, in my company, we design websites for local businesses and not all the points apply to what I do. So I, I obviously I can't park a car in front of their house. I rarely go to someone's house, but there's still a ton I learned and uh, have really started implementing in my business. And I hope you do the same. Um, be sure to check out Patrick's business precisionprowash.com. And uh, if you have not gotten a chance to review the podcast, I would appreciate if you did so. Um, I'd love to hear what you guys think of the show and it really helps spread the word about the podcast um, as well. Now, if you want to be one of the first to know when a new episode of Small Business comes out, Small Business Made Simple, well, I don't even know the name of my own podcast, be sure to subscribe to the show. Now, if you, uh, and you'll actually get new episodes downloaded to your device every single week. Um, Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, it beats the competition, and grows your business. Business.